Welcome to the Camel Call Friday Podcast. I'm Chris Haymeyer, and so happy to tell you that the first trophy of the 22-23 Big South Conference season was awarded, and Campbell picking up where they left off 13 trophies last season, and this season starting the fall one-for-one one as women's soccer captured the regular season Big South title on Wednesday. Our Zach Burley will have an interview with first-year head coach Jeff Gross coming up a little later on in the show. We'll also give you a basketball preview from our Evan Budrovich. Trophies two and three of the Big South season will be awarded Saturday as our cross-country teams run for a Big South championship Saturday at Longwood. Also this weekend, volleyball, they look to continue their incredible 10-match win streak as they are on the road at Winthrop and Presbyterian. For volleyball, it's the longest win streak since the 90s. They are on fire and still a game up of high point who they will play at High Point next week for first place in the Big South Conference. Our swim team wraps up their fall schedule at home Saturday at noon. And men's soccer on the road at PC Saturday. The men are just a game back of High Point for first place in the Big South with two matches to play. Speaking of soccer, back to the women. Women's soccer has not lost a match in two months. The team is 11-3-3 overall, 7-0-2 in the Big South, and wrapped up the Big South regular season title on Wednesday. They will take on Gardner-Webb in the semifinals of the conference tournament Thursday at 4 in Matthews, North Carolina, just outside of Charlotte. Our Zach Burley is with first-year head coach Jeff Gross. Coach Gross, alongside Zach Burley, coach, congratulations, a regular season title under your belt now, and you know, this was the first year for you in the Big South, and you're familiar with a lot of these teams from times previously, but still, you never know what you're going to get when you come into the league. Non-conference, no wins through the first four against some very good teams, you start rattling them off, building momentum. How did you feel when you first started the conference play? What did you feel about the team at the state you were at before you began? Yeah, you know, college soccer seasons are very interesting because, and we've talked about this, right, you have very little time with a new group. You go from preseason to basically playing in 10 days. And, you know, I, I said this before, it takes five, six games to even start to understand what the identities might be. And the players need all of that time to figure it out. And, you know, as we went through the non-conference season, it was clear we had a really good team. It was just a matter of trying to figure out how it all fit together. And then they needed to believe in themselves so they could be consistent over the course of every match. So coming into the conference, you know, to be fair, I think, you know, a couple of those results were fair, but they were a little disappointing. And then, you know, we kept talking about consistency of mentality, consistency of how we want to play. And I think the players finally understood how to embrace that. And then they took care of their business. I mean, they've been fantastic this entire time. And it's, you know, as coaches, we're, we're, we're more like guiding lights than we are anything else. And you just got to kind of go, this is the right direction to go. If you guys want this, this is how it'll work. So I think that's what they started to understand about themselves. You know, the defending is, was always good. The backs were always good. And then it was a matter of just getting the attacking pieces into a rhythm. And the attacking pieces came from everywhere. If you look at all the statistics, it's pretty balanced where we're getting goals from. And that's generally how I like to see my teams play because you never know who to account for. So it's, it's been a good run, right? And anytime you can win a championship, you've done something consistent, which I'm always a fan of. 
there's been a couple of big moments as well, especially here at home. There was the first game against High Point where those are the top two pick teams. You win that game 4-0. The next time you're here at home, it's Upstate, who are the next challengers. You win 3-0. In those big moments, what were you seeing from this group that they were not only able to win, but win confidently? Well, that's what they're up for. They they appreciate big moments. Um, and they they are, I said this in our initial interview, like, I'm hyper-competitive. Uh, they are hyper-competitive. They, they like it when there's more on the line. And, you know, I think there's a lot of unfinished business going on here. You know, I, I feel like even after we won the other night, they were very happy. Uh, but you could tell, like, they're not, they feel like there's still something to get done here. So that was encouraging to see. Like, you want them to be happy for the accomplishment, but you also want them to be hungry for even more. And I think that's what they're doing right now. So... You know, there were good games along the way, and they were big moments, and I thought we handled them really quite well. Now we can talk a little bit about some of the performances on the field as far as the individuals go. I mean, the back you talked about briefly has been really stout all year round. I mean, you've gotten some new players playing in new positions, and then you've gotten some players back from injury as well. How have you evaluated how the back four and the goalkeeping staff have really factored into some of these wins? Well, they were... They were keeping us above water most of the beginning of the year, um, even the beginning of the conference. And, you know, Delaney is a tremendous player, and you don't even know it because of how quietly she goes about her business. Moving Laney to center back, we felt Laney was a really important piece in all of this. And we felt like playing her at center back would give her longevity over the course of the season because she plays really, really hard all the time. And at center back, you have to have a, a little more restraint. And we felt like that was really going to help her. And then her leadership with Delaney has been really fantastic the last three or four games. To be fair, Mary and Olivia could easily be all-conference selections, in my opinion. I mean, all four of those players have had a very, very good year. Uh, Olivia and Mary have been fantastic. I mean, they, they play both sides of the ball really well. They defend well. They get forward really well. I mean, I think Mary has seven assists right now. Uh, Olivia's got three goals and three assists, so that tells you a lot about who they are. And then Natalie Jameson's been a, a really nice complimentary piece. And then the goalkeeping has been interesting because, you know, Steph is growing into her own, and Sierra needed an opportunity, and they both have handled that well. I think Steph has responded really well, and, you know, she got the start the other night because she earned it. And then it was clear that, Doing it the way we did gave both of them the opportunity to get experience and be confident, and it's going to be interesting to see how either one of them play going forward. Well, the defenders, as you mentioned, Mary and Liv, obviously having a lot to do with the attack. The attack themselves have been playing really as good as well with that group of midfielders pitching in and then the wingers and Alyssa up top when she's played there. What have you evaluated the chemistry? Because that's always so hard to find in an attacking group. But, I mean, as you said earlier, the numbers are spread out all over the place. Yeah, I mean, the chemistry, I think, is related to two things. We, we The way we train, I think, brings it out of them. And then they, they're all a close-knit group. They all very much care about each other. So they, they are connected throughout, right? You see them off the field. You see them on the field. They're, they really enjoy being around each other. And, you know, trying to figure out who the holding midfielder was going to be was the interesting piece. And you know, Cassie's a wizard on the ball, and she's showing that of late. She's, her confidence is really high. Reagan's got an unbelievable engine. I mean, it's, un, it's unreal how much ground she covers in a game. And then, you know, we were 
we were trying to see who was going to grab it between Amber and Bailey because they're both very good players, and uh, I, either one of them could start on any given day. So I'm, I'm good with that, but Amber's really come into her own here of late. And then, you know, across the front, that's, I mean, shoot, if I'm a defender and I see those three coming at me, that's a long day, a <laughs> right? That's a long day. I mean, you know, Jackie is an obvious thing for people to focus on, but people don't get how crafty and valuable Alyssa is. And Jess Donald's work ethic is probably the best on the team, period. And you don't normally say that about a forward, right? You normally say that about other people. So that's been a treat to just witness. I actually told him the other day, I've just been having so much fun watching him, uh, which is different for a coach. We're always like, how do we get better? What do we got to do next? What's the tactical setup? And I'm like just going, man, this is a treat. These guys are <laughs> and they're having a blast. They're balling out, you know. Every time it, you you think maybe that they've they've plateaued a bit, and they're like, mm -mm, we're going to give you a little bit more. And I go, great, let's go, man. So it's been a lot of fun to watch all that. And, of course, uh, the big night this past week, getting to lift the trophy on the field. I mean, getting to see the smiles, getting to see not only the players but the parents, getting to see the support staff, getting to see your own coaches. All of them enjoy that moment of success that they earned, whether they were on the field or not. What was that like for you to get to see? Oh, rewarding, you know. Uh, this is where I get the emotional part, right? Because I'm grateful. Um, what I thought was cool is the reserves were having so much fun in yeah. the game. And the reserves scored four goals, right? What a treat for them. And mm -hmm. to see KJ get her first career goal, to see Haley, you know, get a goal after being out due to the injury was a lot of fun. Um, and when the game was going on, it was clear we were going to be regular season champions. And I told all the players on the sideline, I said, this is it. You, you guys are the regular season champions. And this crew started mapping out their plan for what was going to happen when the whistle blew. <laughs> and they, the first thought they had was, we need to go thank the other team and be respectful. I thought that was super cool. And then they were like, we're going to go over and celebrate with our fans. And they were like, when that's done, we're going to go celebrate with Gabby. So I'm listening to them talk out their plan <laughs> for celebrating a victory, right? Which is super cool. Um, and then I was told the trophy was here. I didn't know it was here. Um, I was told it was here. So I told the players they were going to get the trophy while they were celebrating with their fans. And that's always the best part is just watching them see all of their hard work come to fruition. And I don't think we're done peaking yet. I think we're like awfully close. Um, so watching them peak and understanding their substance is what's driving this. Uh, that's what I want for them as young people, just to understand their substance is what gets them where they want to go, and everything else is a bonus. So that was a treat to watch. Uh, to be fair for me, a little validating. You know, I've been working at this for a really long time, and I've won everywhere I've been. So to be able to do it here and honor the hire and honor Hannah and, you know, honor Wanda and all these fantastic people. And I know you were in it. You were in the picture with everybody on the support staff that touches this team. That yep. picture is going to be in my office because I think that's a really big deal. So that was a lot of fun. Last one for you, Coach. Now the focus turns toward the last piece of silverware you want to win um, in this conference uh, before you move on to the CAA. And that's going to be on the road in a place that a majority of these players have never played before. Some of, well, Many of them have, but still a new experience for many. A neutral site despite the fact you're the number one seed. And you're playing a Gardner-Webb team that you drew earlier in the season. What are you looking for as far as what you can do and then how you're going to combat that specific team? Well, you know, the venue, I don't think, 
matters too much. I'm actually going to drive down there Saturday and look at it myself and, you know, get on the grass and see what that's like and have an idea what the environment looks like before we even get down there. Um, I don't think the venue really matters. It's neutral for everybody. Uh, So I think our group, you know, I think they're pretty focused on what they want. Um, What I've been saying to them for the last four games is this is the time of the year where you only have one chance at whatever you're about to do next. Um, Obviously, they've embraced that. So here's another one. We have one chance to embrace what's about to happen. Um, The opponent doesn't really matter to me. Uh, if, If we're focused on us and how good we've been, then we should have a good day. Um, but any team that makes a playoff, they deserve to be there. So I give Gardner-Webb a lot of credit for being there. And I think we're looking forward to the challenge. Coach, congratulations on this one. Good luck in the next one, as always. Incredibly proud of this team, incredibly proud of what you do. And we can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you, Zach. I really appreciate it, man. Believe it or not, a week from Monday, basketball season will tip off here at home in Gore Arena with the women's men's doubleheader starting at 530 Big South Conference Media Day was this week. Our Evan Budrovich starts our coverage with some of his interviews with the head coach of our defending regular season champs, women's basketball's Ronnie Fisher. You know, every year this time of year, you see, you're around other coaches. You know everybody's working hard, but our goal is to literally work harder in practice today and tomorrow when I get back. And uh, keep it that simple. Day by day, we have to work and, and sweat and then – more importantly or as equally as important is like we want to be a great team and the only way you become a great team is you really care for your teammate and uh, the the greatest act of showing somebody you care for them is that you serve them so we make a huge emphasis of sweat and serve and and we try to do things and put them in positions where they they have each other's back and they serve each other and i think when you do that and you have a toughness about you because you have a great work ethic and you serve each other there's bonds that are made that can get you through the whole year. And uh, the bottom line is to, to be together and be tough and to be connected when you, you come back here to Charlotte for the tournament. We've got a great recipe for um, the players in our program have, have had some continuity from year to year and how hard we've worked and how hard we've prepared and, and concentrated that we've been successful. And we just need to do what we've done and just do it harder and better. And, and that's the goal. And, and uh, you know, it's frustrating that we didn't win that game. Uh, but bottom line is we want to have a chance to do it every year. So uh, obviously there's a, a bad taste left in your mouth after you lose a game uh, in a championship. At the same time, there's a lot of good that took place to get there. So we've got to build on the good and, and hopefully get here and figure out a way to have a little different outcome when we do. Yeah, it's, it's so great to have a couple of our players back healthy now, CB and Swanya both. I mean, they haven't even been in a practice this time last year. So uh, I think those two players in particular, CB is, uh, she, she really adds a lot defensively and rebounding for our team. I think she's one of the best in the league. And her offense is getting there. So it's really exciting to see what she can be. And she, Taya had her strengths, CB has a, a different, uh, group of strengths, and I think she can be really good at what she does. What is the greatest strength of this team? Yeah, that's a good question, and we're still trying to figure that out um, through practice, and and uh, um, we just have we've had one scrimmage. But I think the greatest strength evaluating right now is just the tightness of our team, and 
sometimes it's as simple as are you working hard and do you have a great attitude and and as of october 26th i love the heart of our team and the work ethic and the attitude uh, we've got a lot of way to go but if we can keep those two things good i think we'll get to where we need to be i think hopefully they'll see a team that is is connected that care about each other and they'll see a team that that plays at a at an effort level that makes them proud and um, we can control those two things and I don't know if the ball's gonna go in the basket I don't know but I know we can control those two things and our, our fans will see that and uh, our players love each other our staff I mean we have a great camaraderie right now and I want them to see that and I want to see them busting their butts for for camp for Campbell I don't know, Evan. I might just try to keep it on the whole game, game one. And and uh, when I do that, I, you know, I should win something from you. You know, a little something. I'll keep a token for you. Yeah. Do you realize when you take the suit off, is it instinctual? It's not instinctual. And, and last year, I, I I had some games where I kept it on the whole time, and it it just varies on. Uh, sometimes I get a little hot under the collar early on, and it might have to come off a little earlier than others. Yeah. What will this new locker room do for your program? Well, the first thing is uh, I'm really happy for our uh, players that they're going to have a new locker room and, and uh, you know, um, so excited that, that Miss um, Baysmore and our administration uh, have given us the funds to do that. Uh, and it's going to be great for this team. And then I think, you know, to bring recruits in there, it's going to really help as well. Everybody wants to have a nice home and they want to have a nice place to come and hang out. And, and uh, we're going to have that. It's going to be unbelievable, so really excited for that for our players and our future players. This Thursday, to give you a preview of both teams, Creek Madness, 7 o'clock at Gore Arena, little exhibition. We'll have some fun. We'll have some games. We'll have some giveaways as we get to introduce you to both our men's and women's teams. Speaking of the men's team, here's Evan with men's head coach Kevin McGeehan beginning his 10th year at the helm for Campbell. Quite proud of where the program has, you know, how we've evolved. Um, you know, and I think, you know, each year you're, you know, you're setting goals and trying to get to an NCAA tournament. But if you look at it from a thirty thousand foot view, you say, yeah, this program's in pretty darn good shape from what we walked into. Um, and, you know, I think there's a lot of things that go into that, right? There's there's a lot of learning from the coaching side staff side campus side like you know you every every situation's a little bit different you need to learn and grow um as you go um you know wh whether that's like trying to figure out what kind of students can be successful at campbell um student athletes can be successful at campbell what fits what we're trying to do there's a lot of things that go into it before you even get to like basketball strategy um but i feel like we're in a really good place right now um with the group that we have, you know, one thing that I think I'm particularly proud of besides, you know, just results is that we, we've put a real emphasis on uh, the, the kind of people that we have in our program, you know, people that we want to be around that love basketball, um, you know, our, our diligent students that want to be good and are at Campbell for the right reasons. And, and, and because of that, it's easy to walk in the gym every day and be ready to work and, you know, everybody's kind of about the same mission. Uh, and at times throughout 
you know, your time. It's not always that way, right? Because one individual or two individuals can make it so that it's less, uh, less all pushing in the same direction. And uh, right now I feel really good about where we are. You know, part of our selection of both individuals, six new scholarship players this year and new staff, uh, having basically a, a new staff this year, um, we were I was similarly aligned with how I was thinking about the process of finding the right people, that it's so much about the people that you work with and, and trying to get everybody pulling in the same direction um, about the right mindset and kind of like the good, a good spirit about us. Um, and so I think, I think we did well on both fronts, and I think it's exciting because I think uh, every time you have a, a whole bunch of change, it creates new opportunity. Um, and we're looking at it that way, and you know, both our staff and players have attacked, you know, this opportunity up to this point. Again, we haven't played a game yet, but I'm really encouraged with where we're at. Uh, we just really compete in practice, and you know, I think there's talent. Kind of, we have depth of talent that we kind of haven't had up and down the roster. Um, we've had talent in the past, but I don't think we've had as much depth of talent. So that makes practices pretty pretty good when you know you could swap one five for the other five and be maybe you know either one could be better um, so I see it in, as a competitiveness um, we have a competitive quality to us uh, I would say the underdog part like you know I, I kind of agree with that in some ways you know I think preseason polls and things like that you know kind of come and go I mean they, we we rarely get it right whether it be the, the coaches or the, or the media folks. Um, but I think that is a little bit of fuel. Um, but, I, but I think in general, just, you know, the underdog mentality is a little bit more of like, you know, Ricky was unrecruited kind of out of high school. Um, you know, guy, we got a fair amount of international guys that sort of were not necessarily on a lot of people's radar. And, you know, that, that sort of like we've been overlooked um, mentality and a little bit of hunger to prove that we're, you know, really a good basketball team, individually and collectively. What excites you about having a team that's so hungry or so motivated? Um, I think those teams win. Um, you know, I think there's a there's a spirit about every team, right? You know, like whether it's, um, you know, calm and casual because you're confident or hungry, and you know, it's it's some kind of a mix that what makes it work. Um, but I'd much rather coach a bunch of guys that are ready to get after it and hungry to win and feel like underdogs because I think there's a that you know playing with that chip is what what wins. I mean, and, and that's in all sports. You know, a lot of times, you know, not always does. We talked about the baseball playoffs earlier. I mean, you know, not always is the team that has the most wins in the regular season going to come out the champion. You know, team that's playing the best, team that's the hungriest, team that's the most together, uh, that has a love for each other that kind of stuff goes a long way uh, and you just try to encourage that and, and and foster it within your team what i'm so encouraged about is like we just i've always been a proponent of us like being really unselfish and like playing together and you know that kind of ties in with the together mantra or whatever but like we really really could pass the ball um you know, it's it's really fun to watch. I mean, there was an effort to find guys that could shoot the ball and could pass the ball. It's been fun to see them kind of come together 
I don't think we're, we're the finished product by any means at this point, but I like what I see uh, in that they're just so willing to make the play for the next guy. Um, knowing that maybe a, a, a given cut might be a layup for them, but it might be a wide open shot for the next guy, and they're happy for each other when either one is the result. Um, and just kind of knowing that, you know, every movement is important, but being willingness to, to share those moments is what's going to make our season special and our team special. And I think we got some really, really good players. So I'm excited about the fact that these guys are probably as close to the the, the way that I kind of envision the team being as I think there's a lot to work with in this group. That'll do it for Camel Call Friday. Thanks to Zach and Evan. We'll come at you this Monday, the live Camel Call podcast show from the county seat on Halloween at 630. Come see us. Until then, have a great weekend. <laughs>